Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 2nd of May. Today marks the halfway point of the federal election campaign and Labor continues to lead in the latest news poll. It's in front 53 to 47 two-party preferred, but a lean towards minor parties continues with a combined 26% of the vote. Scott Morrison maintains the title of preferred PM six points ahead, his strongest position this year, while Anthony Albanese also saw a lift in support after a week in COVID isolation. Political analyst Terry Barnes says the next few weeks will be critical. The second half of the campaign is very important because uh, the first half of this campaign, uh, we've had Easter, we've had Anzac Day, we've had school holidays. So it's really only, I think, in the last final weeks that people are actually going to start to turn on. And you really have to also think it's not just polling day, it's actually when pre-polling starts on the 9th of May. Mr Albanese has used his official campaign launch in Perth to push Labor's plans on housing and health. The opposition has announced a shared equity scheme to help Australians buy their own home. If elected, a Labor government would provide up to 40% equity in a new home and 30% in an existing house, which owners can buy out over time or pay back once the property is sold. The opposition is also promising cheaper childcare and medicines, a boost to local manufacturing and wages in female dominated industries. The Labor leader speaking to his party, Faithful in WA yesterday, accusing the Morrison government of letting Australians down. In the past three years, through the devastation of bushfires and floods and the once-in-a-century shock of a global pandemic, Australians have been simply magnificent. In the toughest of times, people have stepped up, but the government has let them down. Meantime, the Prime Minister yesterday held a rally in Western Sydney saying Australians have a choice when they head to the polls on the 21st of May. This is no time for weakness. Elections are a choice. They are a choice and there is a choice between strength and weakness. The PM is today set to announce a major package to ease the cost of living pressures for more older Australians. Mr Morrison will make a pledge to expand eligibility for the seniors' health card. The plan would also see the income threshold test increased. Overseas now, and despite being outnumbered and outgunned, Ukrainians continue to fight against Russia. The invasion started more than two months ago and still shows no signs of easing. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has told Channel 9 what continues to unfold in his country and to his people is horrific, but he fears the worst is yet to come. I felt uh, an anger. I felt a desire for revenge. And then after that came a lack of understanding. How could you do something to, to people, to, to, to humanity? How could you torture that many people? It comes as a United Nations operation to evacuate people from the besieged steelworks plant in Mariupol gets underway with around 100 people already making their way to safety. Russian troops have surrounded the plant with an estimated 1,000 civilians and 500 wounded soldiers still reportedly trapped inside. Meantime, US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has made a secret trip to Kyiv voicing support for Ukraine's continued fight for freedom, saying more US support is on the way.
And Qantas is set to make a major announcement this morning for direct flights from Sydney and Melbourne to London, Paris and New York. The non-stop flights are set to take off from around mid-2025. Australian Federation of Travel Agents CEO Dean Long says it will be a massive boost for the embattled tourism industry. Direct flights to North America and Europe are exactly what we need to be announced at the moment to really encourage people to be travelling and looking from the bubbles of COVID to travelling the world again. It's a really good day. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Queensland and a boy has died and another has been seriously injured in a horror crash on the Bruce Highway in North Queensland. Lachlan Ida has more from our North Queensland newsroom. Morning, Tash. We're being asked to send our prayers and strength to those involved in this highway smash. It's believed a Nissan and Toyota collided at Gregory River south of Bowen in the Wits Sundays around 6.40 last night. The boy who was in the Toyota died at the scene. A 12-year-old boy in the car with him was airlifted by the RACQ CQ Rescue Chopper to Mackay Hospital with serious injuries. The drivers of both cars were taken to Proserpine Hospital. Today is the Labor Day public holiday here in Queensland, so drivers are being told to take care on our roads so we don't see more incidents like this. And to Victoria now, where police have a man in custody after a dangerous car chase across Melbourne's western suburbs. Authorities say it was a miracle no one was seriously injured or killed. James Lake has the details from Melbourne. It was a police chase like I've never seen before in Melbourne, Tash. The stolen vehicle was driven at high speed down major suburban roads, often crossing onto the wrong side of the road and narrowly missing oncoming traffic. The pursuit finally came to an end in a side street when the vehicle was rammed by a police car and spun out of control and the driver fell out. Now the police response is also being questioned after officers laid into the guy with kicks and punches. But Inspector Rhonda Brown isn't concerned. We always review as we do, uh, but at this stage I'm comfortable with what's occurred. A 24-year-old man remains in custody today. No charges have been laid. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now inflation and how it hits you will certainly be a centrepiece for the upcoming election with the increasing cost of childcare also a big issue. Yeah, last week's inflation figure of 5.1% has spooked economists into tipping three or more interest rate rises this year starting on Tuesday. And this will hit voters with a home loan harder if they pay childcare fees, with the SMH saying the out-of-pocket cost of childcare has risen nearly 15% since the last election, nearly double the rate of overall inflation. And Peter, talking about inflation also coupled with recession fees really hitting the stock markets. Yeah, the negative for US stocks came after Amazon reported the slowest sales since 2001, adding to recession fears. And this comes as the Reserve Bank is expected to raise interest rates on Tuesday, as I said earlier, with the big question being, will it be 0.15% increase or a 0.4% rise? I favour a small 0.15% hike, especially with recession talk now around. Yeah, absolutely. And Peter, the housing market is certainly cooling off with Sydney auction clearance rates falling to a new low. Yep, the mere talk of rising interest rates has started to cool down the once too hot property market with Sydney's auction clearance rates going below 60% for the third week in a row. But not all Sydney prices are falling yet. CoreLogic's March price numbers show Sydney down 0.2%, Hobart 0.3%, but other capitals are still rising with Brisbane up 1.7% and Adelaide rose 1.9%. Melbourne was unchanged. Will be a rocky ride ahead. Thanks so much, Peter.
Yeah, cheers. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. Good morning, Brett. Well, Buddy Franklin certainly put on a show for the Swans, but his brilliance wasn't enough to tame the almighty Lions last night. Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. This is really the battle to uh, figure out who is the challenger to uh, Melbourne's premiership defence this year. It certainly looks like it'll be the Lions rising to second after that impressive performance against Sydney. As you said, Buddy Franklin was at his brilliant best. Six goals, including four in a stunning 11 minutes in the third quarter. Normally, that would result in a win, but uh, somehow the Lions got over the line. It is their first victory at the SCG since way back in 2009. Coach Chris Fagan says they showed a lot of maturity. We know we can do it. He just set, set the game alight and set the stadium alight. There's a lot of momentum Sydney's way at that point in time. So that's, you know, another reason why I'm just very proud of our group that they were able to take in a few deep breaths. And Lions star forward Joe Danaher is set for scans on a shoulder injury came off in the first half. At the Magpies, uh, their coach Craig McRae has revealed he had several players struck down by man flu before rising from their sick beds to beat the Gold Coast yesterday. Jordan Degoe and Will Hoskin Elliott among the players battling sickness unrelated to COVID. McRae says that makes their effort all the more impressive. You don't see what goes on behind the scenes for a week. We, we've been scrambling all week to try to see what our best team's going to look like. We've had a lot of illness and injuries, obviously, to those that you know about going out of the team. So you're just proud of our boys to be able to just reset ourselves. And, and a long way back now for the Bombers to make the final slumping to one and six. They lost to the Bulldogs yesterday, Tash. And Brett, to the NRL now, the Knights have had a big hole to dig themselves out of after a drubbing from the Storm. Yes, yeah, certainly was at home yesterday. McDonald Jones Stadium, 50-2, to they lost to Melbourne Storm. You'd expect a far better effort from the Knights. Six in a row they've now lost. They are bottom of the ladder, so they go below the Bulldogs. Uh, and Adam O'Brien, though, um, believes that there were some improvements yesterday. Probably, I think, on off my head, if you look at the scoreline and think that there was, but there was some response. Our middles, I thought, take away that 17 minutes, which really took a bit of, a lot of gas out of us. You're yeah, not sure Knights fans will by that at the Dragons. Two late tries helped them uh, beat the Tigers 12-6 to in the late game yesterday. Ben Hunt and Jaden Sullivan broke through in a low-scoring contest. Coach Anthony Griffin says they stood tall in defence. To withstand that today, I thought, I thought they showed a heap of character and took them 75 minutes to get scored against them. That's what won us the game. And backing up from that uh, Anzac Day win over the Roosters as well, the Dragons on form at the moment. And Brett, a tennis great has given Wimbledon officials quite a serve for banning Russian and Belarusian players from the tournament this year. Yeah, uh, Rafael Nadal has criticised that decision. Of course, Novak Djokovic did as well, but when Rafa speaks, um, yeah, this obviously carries some weight. He's a 21-time uh, Grand Slam champion, of course, after winning the Aussie Open this year. He believes it's unfair and they shouldn't be the ones paying a price for the war uh, in Ukraine. And uh, you know, a number of top players who would have been you know, a chance of winning Wimbledon this year, Daniil Medvedev, Arena Sabalenka, won't get that opportunity at, uh, at Wimbledon. So Rafa not too happy about it. Yeah, interesting debate. Brett, thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. And some may say together forever, one of the most famous couples in Australian television history is reuniting. Neighbour, everybody needs good neighbour. 
Millions of Neighbours fans right around the world are set to get the fairy tale ending many had been dreaming of with superstars Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan returning to Ramsey Street. The pair posting matching photos of a Neighbours script on their Instagram, hinting they will return to the much-loved Australian soapy as Charlene and Scott for the final season. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. And you can get your latest election news and analysis via the listener app. Head to the Discover tab and click on Your Vote 22. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.